Hey guys, I'm Norman. And I'm Cassandra. If you enjoy this show, and we hope you do, consider checking out Second Breakfast, our weekend edition podcast exclusively for Patreon supporters. Where we discuss things mostly related to Lord of the Rings, including cast filmographies, the Silmarillion, and much more. For $5 a month, you'll get access to this and other Patreon-exclusive Dueling Genre content. Head over to DuelingGenre.com support to find out more, and thank you very much for listening. Welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Fellowship of the Ring, one tree light minute at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Norman Mitchell. That sounds like there's not a lot of trees. One tree light minute at a time. Oh, like tree, like, you know, you know what I'm, there's lots of trees. Uh, (laughs) And joining us again today, we have our friend Zoe Estrin Grayley. Hello. Hello. Um, So today we're going to be talking about minute 154 which starts with Frodo walking through the woods and it is magically daytime again. (laughs) And it ends uh, with an establishing shot of Galadriel's treehouse and it is magically nighttime again. Yes. It's such a long walk. It's just just a really long walk. I understand that Lothlorien is enormous. And their elf city is in the very heart of the forest because why wouldn't it be? Uh, but it's just the it's somewhat unbelievable yeah i well, actually that's why that shot in the middle of the establishing shot yes. is not in the theatrical yes i understand i mean we just spent the past two minutes talking about how great the scene is because it gives boromir more depth but i understand why they cut it because it makes no sense in the timeline right because they cut both so it's daytime when they enter the forest right. and then it's the same light and then it's nighttime but they cut it, and then it's daytime again, but they cut it. So in the theatrical, it's they enter the forest, they meet Haldir, and then it's night in Lothlorien with no establishing Did shot of the city. Did they cut the... I thought they... He, in the theatrical, he says all the stuff about Galadriel, Lady of Light. Because that's still... It's still daytime during They that. specifically mention, though, in the, in the commentary, that that establishing shot from outside is gone. Yeah, that's... It's not in the theatrical. These lines are in different places oh, in the theatrical. Okay. It's chopped up differently. That's so weird. We watched it a long time ago. It was a while ago. I have no memory of this place. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, they don't name the city in the theatrical mm-hmm. when he calls it Karis Gelathon. Mm-hmm. Which is when when you see it on a page, it's hard to remember that a DH is a TH noise. Because all those words are spelt with DHs. You know. A lot of them, anyway. With the, the things that end with, like, Thon, it's a DH. Oh, okay. A DH is always pronounced as a th noise. A th. <laughs> Ugh, linguists. And, and a C is always Just a hard C noise. Right, and a G is always a hard G. And a G is always a hard G. In place names and people names. Anyway, it's a beautiful matte painting. Yes. Yes, it it's is. It's lovely. I like it. <laughs> Right. Which I know is and, uh, way less deep, but I, I just 
I like it. It looks big. It looks cool. It fits it looks big. It fits with what I remember of my first reading of it. Like when I first read Lord of the Rings, that's what I imagined, and there it is. I've always, I've always thought that it looks a little awkward just sticking up out in the middle of the forest oh, yeah. with all these much taller trees. It absolutely does, but it it is, that is exactly elves, how it is described. I know, but like if elves fit in the natural world, I just imagine you can't tell that it's there from far off. Nope. Nope. But nope, here it is. It's like, it's right like a there. mountain of trees. <laughs> Climb a big tree, you'll be like, there's Lothlorien. <laughs> there's Where the city. Going. Yeah, no, it look it does look super awkward, but I I love it because it's one of those ones that's like, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, it's what I remember in my and, head uh, when I was twelve or whatever. <laughs> and this scene is actually quite tree light because there are only eight trees repeated. Well, over they're and over again. they're fake trees. Yes, and they're twenty four feet tall, so that's a miniature, right? Yeah. It's the uh, it's the largest miniature they built. When you take into account, they did all the branch work and stuff as the well. The cool um, spiral staircase tree. Yeah. Oh, cool. There's only eight of those trees. They're yeah. 24 feet tall. The set is built in a warehouse. They had a lot of trouble filming some of this stuff with the stairs because people were walking up into the ceiling practically. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. It's it's all layered like back and back and back. That's how it mm -hmm. looks so big. It's just different shots. I mean, they did the same. Or a similar thing with Rivendell as well. Yeah. And there are just, there's a little more than 20,000 individual groupings of leaves. So not individual leaves, but sprays of leaves tied to these trees. That's so cool. I love Rings this apart. miniature. There's 20,000 bunches department of leaves. The strikes again. <laughs> no, no, no. This was the miniatures department. Okay. Yeah. But were they real leaves? They were not real leaves because no, they're like not for this one. They're they're smaller than they should be. Oh right, because it's... um, they're all cut to shape like the Malorn trees. Oh my god! Yep, because apparently they 20. really hate themselves. Someone made like fifty thousand leaves for this miniature. That's awesome. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on in this miniature. It is gigantic. Um, this is and... this is the shot that, like. When you guys asked me what I wanted to do, I was like, that cool shot of, of Lothlorien with the lights and the miniature. Like, mm -hmm. this is what I'm here for. Which is somewhat embarrassing now, because, like, I watched the minute and I was like, I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then I watched the minute with the commentary and I was like, I guess for anyone else, this might be super boring. <laughs> but I love this. I love every second of this. It's awesome. I actually like listening to them. Uh, Richard Taylor talks about stretching Richard the material. Taylor. Yeah, I yeah. <laughs> talks about stretching the material for the the canopy over the walkways mm -hmm. to make it look like you're looking through thinned, peeled out bark, and I think that's really cool because the effect actually works. It does oh, yeah. look like bark. It works really. All the effects work really. The only effect that doesn't is in like when they're first panning up. They do the down shot, and then they do this pan up shot, and there's an elf walking down the stairs and you can totally tell that elf is not real like it looks computer generated yeah there are a handful of those in, in the background it's like when we were in rivendell there's the elf pacing back and forth right <laughs> just behind elrond's shoulder just one lone elf yeah it's it's just like it's jerky 
it doesn't like they're clearly trying to do the elf glide but it's not working mm-hmm. um that's the uh, one thing I'm- that i was like ah you don't look good but everything else in the shot looks awesome well, it's like just uh, just like 15 seconds before that, when they do the establishing shot of Lothlorien, you can really obviously tell that it's the scale double hobbits. Oh, yeah. All right. of their hairs look wrong. All the wigs. <laughs> All their heads look like too wide because their wigs attached to the back of those awful animatronic masks, probably. <laughs> Why would they be wearing the masks, though? Because they probably also the shot front stuff, too, um, I would imagine. You never know. Well, no, but they wouldn't be doing, like, reaction shots with the creepy face mask. They would have the actual actors there to do the reaction. I'm pretty sure they were just basically wearing the masks anytime they were filming. scary. For wide shots, just in case. For, like, yeah, wide shots in case the face got caught in the frame or something. Yeah. Um, And I'm pretty sure that that's the Gimli scale double, too. mm, That would make sense. Although it could be him on his knees. (laughs) Yeah. I I actually kind of like it when it's the scale doubles, because it's the one time... You know, they talk about how childlike they are, and like, yes, the actors do look very young, but they still look like correctly proportioned. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something about the way the scale doubles are, because like some of them are kids, that they yeah. have a like childlike proportioning to them that I yeah. really like, because I'm like, oh, now I kind of get what you're talking about a little more. Um, yeah. Which actually makes me realize that I would really dislike Hobbits. Um, as as you two know, I hate babies. Um, I just imagine Hobbit babies are very round. Oh God! Like oh, they're they're proportioned incorrectly to begin with. Like that's what gets me about babies. They just look really wrong, and I just I can't. I'm I'm just trying to now imagine like an adult, like an adult face on like a nine year old's body, and it's really oh my awful. God. So, like, every Renaissance painting? Oh! <laughs> oh, tiny adults! Yeah. <laughs> With, like, no context to tell you oh, their size. I just, like, awful. like them. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I never really thought about it that way. Like, I was always just kind of like, oh, yeah, hobbits are like kids. But then, now I'm thinking about it, and it's awful. <laughs> um... So the scene where they're standing on the hill looking down at Lothlorien and he gives that whole speech about like, oh, this is Lothlorien. Every time he does that, I expect someone in the background to say, it's only a model. (laughs) Every time. Uh, This is where we hear Galadriel's name for the first time in the extended. Yeah. You really can tell it's a matte painting. Oh yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Celeborn and Galadriel, mm-hmm. Lady of Light. He says her name kind of awkward here. Galadriel. It's not an there's easy like name. A, there's like a lisp to his the way he pronounces his D. Yeah. Um, it kind of, I mean, this is completely unrelated, but not really. It kind of reminds me of like the Spanish lisp. Yeah. Like they don't pronounce um, C's in the middle yeah. of words. So it's like Barcelona instead of Barcelona. Yeah. So I think he's kind of doing something similar with the way that he says Galadriel. Yeah. You know? Hmm. It's hard to articulate because I don't have the linguistic terms. Right. But So what do do elves I mean I know elves have two different languages, but within the same language would there be like different dialects? Yes. Yeah. 
See, there we go. I knew. Okay. <laughs> there's also like are, are, are there, there are like, two commonly there... used elven languages, but there's actually like dozens of elven oh, that's languages. Really unfortunate. Um, but the it's uh, Cinderin and Cinderin's the, the the more colloquial conversational one. Yeah. Eldar is the um, the ceremonial. Or Quenya. Or Quenya, yeah. Yeah. Quenya. And then there's there is an Eldar. Then one, there's like right? Eldar, and yeah. there's other ones too. So are there like New Zealand elves, like elves that speak with like a New Zealand accent? <laughs> well, clearly Haldir does. That's true. Right. And he, Where, um, Hugo Weaving's the Australian elf. There you go. They're close, but they're very different. Yeah. Well, I, and like in the book, because we were talking about earlier, like Lothlorien is really um, isolated. Like they they really yeah. keep to themselves. So after like hundreds of years, they probably have their own accent, right? And the way Legolas says things in Elvish is different from the way Aragorn says things in Elvish, or Celeborn and Galadriel yeah. too. Hmm. This so, is very interesting. And like Aragorn, Aragorn grew up in uh, Rivendell. It's his human so. accent yeah. is yeah. affecting his Elvish. Well, and then he spent time in Lothlorien and Rivendell. So, what is his accent? Is it like one of those people who you can tell lived all over and just sounds weird? <laughs> he just he doesn't have an accent like a like a kid who literally grew up in front of the television. Oh God. Like one of those huh. Midwestern kids. Yeah. I just say dude a lot. Southern elves. Southern, Southern elves. elves. Oh man. Those are Merkwitz. <laughs> don't get me started don't get me started on like the weird usage of Southern accents in media. <laughs> no, Merkwood elves are like they're like frat bros. Like you know yeah. that's how they talk. They're like I don't know. What so part what are of they, California like is that? <laughs> They're just a bunch of chakra bras. What? What is? I don't even know what you just said. Is that not a term you've ever heard? No. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's an East Coast way of referring to like surfer dudes. Yeah. Wow. I feel discriminated against. <laughs> you've heard that term, haven't you, oh, Zoe? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's just like Y'all a New England weird. diss on everyone who may be vaguely who's not from New England. That's not wrong, but. <laughs> Definitely West Coast. If you're from the West like Coast, the, like the like the puka shell wearing surfer bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it can definitely be used for anyone who's from like vaguely near the West Coast. Interesting. Like Utah yeah. is close enough. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Anything past Chicago. <laughs> there is nothing between New York and San Francisco except Chicago. <laughs> and Houston. That's about it. No. No, that that's like not te- a real state. Oh, oh the yeah. South is different. That's true. Texas so is a cryptid. That's what I'm learning. <laughs> <to say. laughs> right. Like, you, you take the South and you, you, you cut it out and like move it to the side, and then there's nothing from New York to San Francisco. It's just a Chicago. void of wheat and corn. Like, this is the South. Texas there's elves. Tornado Alley, and then there's Texas elves. <laughs> I want Texas elves. They wear cowboy oh, hats. They all have guns somehow. <laughs> no, it's just they have all, revolvers. They just all have like those awful Final Fantasy gun blades that make no sense. Right. Oh man. Bayonets. No. no. Oh no. no. Okay. No. Imagine. Imagine a gun 
but like where the barrel of the gun should be is a sword. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I don't. Yep. I don't want to get into that's the, that's the perfect. Video game. Like video the barrel of the gun anything. is just like down the middle of the sword. Yeah. And the handle's awkward. It makes that sounds no so sense. dumb. I want one. <laughs> and then they're everywhere. And the game rewards you for hitting a button at the right time in the middle of your attack, so you're also shooting the enemy. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> anyway, uh, Lost Warrior. Um, Final Fantasy Texas so, Elves. Right? That's yes. what I'm hearing. I think Lost Warrior is my, like, prime elf aesthetic. Like, if you think of elves in any fantasy thing, I immediately think of Lothlorien. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Is it like, yes, it's isolated, but it's also sort of like, like elf culture. If you're thinking elves, yeah. you should in even in Lord of the Rings, you should be thinking Lothlorien. Yeah, because I mean, he says the heart of Elven yeah, exactly. on Middle Earth, which is like super pretentious, but I guess it's true. Yeah, but because. He's an elf. Like, well, for all intents and purposes, Galadriel is, like, the queen of all elves no, in yeah, Middle-earth. No, yeah, I know. But, like, because you have, like, the different elf- I like the way that they illustrate different elf culture. Like, Rivendell, you have all these warm colors, mm -hmm. um, and it's still- it's still kind of- And it's daytime. It's still very elvish. Yeah, it, I mean- No, 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 but, like, <laughs> like so you never see Lothlorien in the daytime. Yeah, so, and like Rivendell is daytime, because you see it as they're they're coming to it, and then you see it as they're leaving in the daytime. yeah, and that's right, but that's not from no. inside. Right, I just assume the, it looks like stuff. that in there all the time. I think it's a time bubble. It's probably true. That's and, my that's my the Galadriel's ring of power is is keeping the oh that's true the hmm. eternal night of Lothlorien. But I like um. I mean, it makes sense because elves worship the stars. So right. she's like, all right, it's going to be nighttime all the time. Time to party. But I like that Rivendell is distinctly elven with the different architecture and stuff, but it's all warm colors. And Lothlorien is distinctly elven, but it's all the blues and purples. Yeah. Right. And uh, like cold colors. And I think Rivendell is a little more friendly and welcoming and Lothlorien because of the color palette is a lot more alien. Yeah, Which I, I guess also, I like in elves. <laughs> I think it's supposed to also signal to us that Lothlorien might be like closer to decline because these winter are like colors. even more hardcore elves. Mm. And it yeah, winter colors. Like Rivendell is early fall and Lothlorien is like almost winter. Yeah. yeah. Um also they use different music for it. Not just the theme, but they uh in in one of the music documentary things, they talk about how I think they use Enya for Rivendell, which is yes. like yes. Uh, the most obvious choice you could make. <laughs> yeah. um, but they, I forget the name of the singer they use for Lothlorien, but it's someone else. And she has, I think she's Middle Eastern and she has like a deeper voice and sort of like a sadder voice. Mm. Um, and they use that, the contrast in the voices, like they're similar so they're both elves, but they're different right. enough to show their different elven cultures. Mm -hmm. Which makes me wonder what we would have gotten if we had continued all of this good world building in The Hobbit. Like, what is Mirkwood? We don't care. Yeah, what does Mirkwood sound like? Like, musically? Right. You know what I just noticed about this wide shot, since it's paused on our, on our screen at the moment? Mm -hmm. 
I really don't think that's Sean Bean. Oh, off to the side. <laughs> yeah. It's just some dude. It's with probably just one of those other, like, pickup shots they did where <laughs> yeah. Sean Bean wasn't available. Because <laughs> he's not even, like, fully in the shot. Yeah, it's, it's just, just his arm. Oh. I do like the the glamour shot of Haldir, Legolas, oh, and Aragorn. That's like squatting mostly. <laughs> they look great. It's like shot from below. Yeah. So they look super tall and glamorous. <laughs> it's like yeah. headshot mode. Like, um, yeah. how how often do you think people fall off those treehouse things and like crash to their deaths? I mean. <laughs> Elves okay. never do because they're perfect. That's probably true. Right. Anyone if, else? If Legolas can climb like falling stairs in the air, all of a hobbit, I don't think elves are going to die by. Okay, how did right. they? <laughs> this is why dwarves are banned. How did they manage to too get many like <laughs> too many dwarf accidents? <laughs> how did they get like Pippin to the top of this thing? Um, I just well, I mean, after after Moria stairs, these stairs look really luxurious. Except, you know, they have rails. That's true. They <laughs> not have, the platform. There's like that cage. Not the platform near the treehouse. That is railless. I would be dead. That's really what I'm saying. Like, I would be dead. <laughs> um, it's not good. It, it just it looks it looks unsafe. I feel like OSHA would not approve. Hmm. Elves don't need OSHA. <laughs> Neither do dwarves, apparently. No. Let's just build this really narrow bridge over this evil chasm. Whereas, like, all the all the construction made by men is, like, just really wide bridges. Well, yeah, because very, they're men. Very sturdy structures. And they're just like, okay, I gotta be able to get a horse across this right, thing. Exactly. Dwarves are like, I get... look, can I, can I jump this? I could probably jump that. Can I jog across <laughs> this? It's fine. The doors like I got a low center of gravity. Uh, it doesn't matter. It yeah. can be it can be a foot wide. That's fine. That's more than enough. That's a good point though, because like, how did they get the hobbits up there? I assume that hobbits are afraid of heights because there's no oh, multi tiered yeah. hobbit house. They live underground. That would make sense. I mean, I'm we see a couple two story houses in the wide shot, don't we? Like the mill is two stories with yeah, the water wheel, but that's only to accommodate that's the wheel not- and the. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, like, towards Bree, where hobbits actually live in houses instead of yeah, in hobbit Yeah, but, like, holes. two stories is really right. different a- from, like, climb this rickety staircase up a tree. Yeah. Right. Or, like, this is a 200-foot-tall tree, and you need to get to a platform up at the top of there with I no railing. I assume, like, Boromir just yeah, carries them all. <laughs> just all four of yeah. them, two in each arm. Do-do-do-do-do, like, up. Like a, like a mama bear he's protecting got, her cubs. He's got, um... He's got Frodo under one arm, Sam under the other, Mary's clinging to his front, and Pippin's ragging piggyback. Right. <laughs> Seems accurate. That's how he jogs. That's how he jogs. That's how he more. stays so yeah. buff. It's core strength. That's his workout routine yeah. for hobbits. <laughs> I mean, hey, he climbs mountains. That's true. That's Same. true. <laughs> Damn, Sean Bean. He also, he also spent <laughs> over half a year lost between Gondor and Rivendell. That's true. But he had a horse. But he had a horse. That poor Maybe horse. Maybe the horse. You, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
I mean, you just ask you a question. How many orcs did he encounter on the way? It's just like, yeah. oh, damn it, not this again. He just got lost because he was just chasing orcs the whole right, time. Right, he got lost in the Misty Mountains and he's just like, fine, <laughs> come at me. Yeah. I'll kill every last one of you if I have to before <laughs> I find Elrond. It was like a side quest and he just becomes like the king of the Misty Mountains and he's got like orc ears on this necklace and he's... <laughs> There's like a Chronicles of Riddick moment. He sits on like the orc throne and he's just like, you keep what you kill. And then like, and then we just, we just move on from that. And then he just finds his way to Rivendell. Just exactly. cut to him walking into Rivendell. No explanation. Oh just, just lost. <laughs> just, just, where did I just come from? Exactly. Uh, oh man. That's a very different movie. Can I get Sean Bean? Can we, can we make that I'd movie? watch that movie. Just <laughs> Sean Bean like throwing orcs around. Just like just a movie called Boromir and it's just like a big dumb action movie like the original Conan but it's just Boromir fighting orcs you know what the tagline has to be for that right what down down to goblin yeah Yeah. boom (laughs) oh man (laughs) Boromir just like slaughtering goblins on those bridges yeah no the trailer is just two minutes of slow-mo Sean Bean just beheading orcs like with like the generic trailer choir music, yeah, you know, <laughs> either that or like it's all scored with pop songs. Oh my god! Oh, perfect. Uh, yes, it's like Andrew WK just playing <laughs> over this trailer. Oh my lord! All uh, right, YouTube, oh, get man. on that. Anyway, party, party, party! <laughs> We're gonna have a party. No, that's the three movie. <laughs> That's also just Thranduil killing orcs. Yeah. But with like a solo cup the whole time. <laughs> it's just just one-handed with a red solo cup. Yeah. Just... Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so we are from the website duelinggenre.com. Um, in the meantime, you can share your thoughts on our Facebook listener group, Fellowship of the Mic. Tell us what you think of our silly discussions um if you have a moment and you have itunes please leave us a five-star review uh it helps us grow uh our listenership i almost said readership but i guess that's not accurate um thank you dear reader yeah and uh we will appreciate you very much uh thank you zoe for joining us today and yeah special thanks to our patreon associate producers leaper 182 and ed foster Everybody have a good Thursday, and we'll be back tomorrow.